In this episode of the Jolted EV podcast, we look at the autonomous driving platforms that are being created by NVIDIA, Qualcomm, Intel and others and how they will affect our future. Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the Jolted EV podcast. I'm Christian Miles. Hi, I'm Callum Martin. And today we're going to talk about platforms uh, and platforms are the architecture that sits behind all of the pretty things that happen inside the car. Uh, the two that we've selected for today's conversation is the NVIDIA Arin, uh, which Callan has had the pleasure of, of looking into. Mm-hmm. And I've taken on the Snapdragon Ride, uh, which is a, a, a new market entrance, but from a uh, very well-established organization in Qualcomm. Uh, so do you, want to, uh, do you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. So as you mentioned, I'm going to talk about the NVIDIA Arin, but the NVIDIA Arin is part of a bigger picture really with the nvidia drive platform so the nvidia drive platform has three ranges which seems to be familiar with these platforms so they sort of go up in autonomy so um obviously with more autonomy comes more processing power that's needed uh you you know with the entry level stuff you know you're looking at sort of ai in the car ai sort of functionality um such as voice recognition that sort of stuff Then you can go into the sort of level three, level four autonomy. And then with the big, big boys, like, you know, the the sort of what the Neo is using, the uh, the, uh, NVIDIA Drive Orin, you're looking at a thousand tops, which doesn't matter if you don't know what that means, but it basically just means it's got a lot of power behind it um, and it can do pretty much any complicated task that you're asking it to do. We mentioned in the Neo um, podcast that we did, you know, the sort of, throughput that was going through that i can't remember the number off the top of my head but the, I believe the amount... it was eight gigabytes a second eight gigabytes a second right well i think you said in that podcast as well christian that's like two 4k movies <laughs> a second, every second which is, which is crazy um and that is what this nvidia drive orin brings to the table uh i believe the neo will be one of the first cars to have the nvidia drive orin on it but there are vehicle uh, other vehicles such as the xpeng volvo Mercedes are looking at putting it on their cars as well, um, and it's it's a significant piece really. But we'll we'll, we'll talk about it in more detail uh, once Christian has introduced his uh, his hardware, which is the Snapdragon Ride. Yeah, absolutely, and, and so very much in the same vein, I think Qualcomm have used what what is now becoming the standard for level one, level two, level three, level four, and level five uh, automation. Um, and very similarly, you get a step up in uh, hardware profile from each of the levels, starting from a, a, you know, a relatively low level um, system on chip, really, that is controlling the basic AI in the, in the, the car. So then a step up from that uh, to give you extra conveniences um, uh, and uh, the level four and level five then is full on autonomy so you've got self-driving uh which requires as we know from the neo a huge amount of data and the qualcomm so they're quoting 700 tops not a thousand but we Mm -hmm. we are aware that um the nvidia orin uh that's being used in the neo they're they're actually using four of them aren't they Mm. yeah they are yeah um, all all put together, which which presumably is able to uh, split up each of the you know, the important priorities for each of those levels. 
mm-hmm. um, and enables them then to to add those extra tops via that. But what we have to bear in mind is that the processing power equates almost directly to power consumption, which could or may or may not be a problem going forward, depending mm-hmm. on battery states and, and otherwise. Yeah, I believe the Neo is eight hundred watts for that for that orange. So eight hundred watts. So that's that's yeah. nearly a kilowatt every hour. Mm-hmm. Now, bearing in mind there, did they say one hundred and thirty-five kilowatt hours of battery on the car? Uh, it was something like that. Was something like that. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to confirm that. Please don't take yeah. that as red. Uh, but if you're in that car then for five to six hours, you're using six of that of those kilowatt hours, or four or four to five of those kilowatt hours. Just, 150, yeah, 150 kilowatt hours. 150 kilowatt hours. So you're using 1% just on the, um, the processing power of the car, mm-hmm. um, which actually, I suppose, it, it, at those levels, that's not as big an issue, is it? You know, if that was no. in a Nissan Leaf, for instance, at, say, 40 kilowatt hours, mm-hmm. that would make all the difference. Um, but I yeah. suppose at 150 kilowatt hours, actually, may, maybe that's a worry over nothing at all. Um, you could probably slam a few more in there and still not not. <laughs> yeah, you'd you'd run yeah. out because of driving before you'd run out because of the uh, the, the stereo or, yeah. or whatever you were using um, at a high level. Yeah. Well, that's not to mention the fact that if you've got loud music on, you're probably going to be using another couple of kilowatt hours uh, of power. Uh, okay, so so then, how is this relevant to to us? You know what what's interesting to us as daily drivers who are interested in this mm. kind of thing how is that how, how does this change the way that we view cars i think this is phenomenal because when you're looking at so nvidia are i don't know where they're going to go uh, with it in terms of how customizable the driving styles will be and things like that you know we're looking way into the future here but nvidia are essentially creating you what will be you in your car they are the well, nvidia or um, Qualcomm or um, there's an Intel one, Mobileye, yes. I think it's called Mobileye. Um, whoever whoever wins the race, or perhaps they all win the race, and they all um, go to you know various different car manufacturers. Maybe some will be budget, some will be uh, more sophisticated. Maybe they bring it in house in the end. I don't know, but Nvidia are, are trying to create a platform for these co- companies to come to them. We spoke about this in previous podcasts. These companies are engineering companies; they're not tech companies. So they're coming to NVIDIA as a tech company and saying, look, we want you to do the autonomous driving for us. Now, NVIDIA will train all the AI models for you. They'll build that platform for you. You can customize it how you like if you've got the expertise in your business to do that. But they will create the driver for your car. Now, that is absolutely game changing. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be weird for people to, to hear this, but you know, there is a company responsible for driving your car, not you. Mm. And I think that's the, that is the biggest thing that this that this brings. And it won't just be in the Nissan or in the Mercedes or in the Volvo. These could potentially, you know, these platforms will do it across the board um, and drive your cars for you, perhaps in, you know, all in the same way, which is which is strange also that you'll just be, you know, you could say like, I don't know, maybe there's like a time in the future where you go, oh, if you've got, if you got NVIDIA driving. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I hate when NVIDIA drives. But I love it when the old call comes. Like, it's just, that was just going to be so weird. Like, Absolutely. Know, that, you know, it's like when you drive with your grandma. Or <laughs> oh, grandma's driving. Oh. <laughs> you know, I hate when mobile, mobile I drive. 
but I love it when Nvidia drives. Yeah, it's just weird stuff like that. Perhaps that that could be a conversation. Well, no, I I, I don't doubt for a second that platforms, <laughs> and that would be hilarious, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but I don't doubt for a second that platforms are going to become the the benchmark for a lot of these companies. Because as you've mm-hmm. rightly pointed out there, these are company, these are engineering companies who we know produce good cars. But the focus is going away now from the engineering and it's heading towards mm-hmm. tech, particularly of, of our generation and, and the next generation coming through. It's going to be exactly that. You know, are, are you running the NVIDIA chip? I was like, no, nah, now I've got the mm-hmm. Qualcomm. Oh, I can't believe that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I suppose it's, it's, it's <laughs> akin to the, have you got a Samsung or have you got an, an, an iPhone? You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's exactly the same sort of thing. No one mm-hmm. really. Well, no, no, that's not true. Actually, I was about to say no one really cares on the outside because that's, but that's not true. You know, iPhones are beautiful, mm-hmm. and Samsungs, mm-hmm. not so much. Um, <laughs> not that I have a particular side, uh, artist, uh, but um, but what what people are looking at is, and, and this for me anyway was the game changer in mobile phones was. I, I, I had a Samsung for a little while. I just couldn't get on with the software. And so I moved back over to iPhone. But I think the, the problem for me was I used iOS before I used Android. And so I was already used to that ease of access. You know, it was, everything was just so simple and so basic. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's going to be a very similar uh, comparison in, in the car world. Because obviously these are two individual organizations who are producing two individual platforms that will do individual things, largely the same, just like Apple and and Samsung, but they will have their individualities. Uh, And and I think people will start to develop a relationship with those individualities and either love them or hate them for for different reasons. Uh, And so watch this space, uh, anyone listening, you know, we will start talking about Snapdragon rides and uh, NVIDIA drives more and more and more as as the next five to ten years go on. Yeah, I mean, when have they said that they're going to have a Snapdragon ride in a car? Have they said that yet? Well, so General Motors have said that they're going to use them. And there is talk of 2023, which is, yeah. That's a good contract for them because General Motors are pumping out electric oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well Qual- qualcomm have said this is this is a seven billion dollar we've got a, an order book of seven billion dollars wow yeah and that's right now that's before even producing anything they've got an order book of seven billion and they reckon it's probably worth yeah. about 40 billion dollars over the next 10 years uh which, which is just phenomenal yeah. money they, they can see that we are where this is going there's there's no doubt mm. in that um but mm. what i find interesting actually and, and this this probably refers back to a previous uh, podcast that we did uh so listeners jump over to that one uh please uh which was for the neo where we were talking about um ai and whether or not that mm. ai was going to be cloud-based or locally based mm. ai and we were saying that actually the preference we feel or certainly i feel is if it was a localized ai that of course communicated with the cloud for certain things, but generally speaking, kept your data in your eco zone uh, mm-hmm. and communicated with others just for basic safety mechanisms and so on and so forth. And at the time, I think we were thinking maybe there's just not the platforms out there to do that right now. You know, yep. this is this mm-hmm. is a very very technical process that requires a heck of a lot of, of processing power. 
Um, mm-hmm. But clearly that is being thought about. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that 5G is going to be the technological marvel that people are expecting it to be and keep people on the road no. and you know, have a constant source of data between you and the cloud because, because there's mm-hmm. also obvious security issues with that as well. You know? mm-hmm. um, and so if, if they can produce, I mean, if this is where they are now at the very beginning of this journey, you know, 700 tops, I mean, that, that's, that's quicker than what's well, quicker than my computer. I'm sure it's bigger mm-hmm. than yours. Oh, yeah, yeah you know, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in, a, in a compact size that's probably, I don't know, one-fifth the size of my desktop, mm-hmm. uh, utilizing yeah. about one-tenth the amount of power. You know, and then that, that's, that's their starting point. Yeah. That's their starting point. Okay. I mean, th- this is going to be unbelievable going forward. There's... Mm-hmm. You're going to have, like, little data centers in your yeah. car that are just that small that you don't even... I don't know. I think they will use the cloud in terms of, um, or at least every car will be talking to each other. Yes. I think that seems, or at least, I don't know, because it requires a lot of collaboration from OEMs, you know, to ensure, unless there's some um, governing body that takes over and says, like, look, you all need to talk to each other to um, for the safety of people or, or whatever else, and that happens. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think like you say, there's going to be a lot of onboard local stuff now. And I think the Neo really made me see that. Mm. Um, you know, that, that was the first time we really spoke about that, you know, and having that local and, and things like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, but I, th- I think it is something that, they, that people are, are thinking about, isn't it? Um, and, mm. and, and I'm Definitely. so glad, personally. You know, I, mm. I, th- I think that's amazing. Mm. I, I, I love the fact that we have instant access to information online. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there are certain things that, that we ought to be firewalling ourselves from um, into the future and, and just and not teaching next generations that all of their data has to be on, on, uh, on the cloud mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. not necessarily a good thing. And so the, le- the more we can try to, to salvage some, some parcels of that information, I think the better off we're mm-hmm. going to be. And, and this yeah. really does go some way towards, towards doing that. Definitely. Um, yeah i think as well the interesting thing with the nvidia obviously nvidia have now acquired arm yes i think that i think that's big for guess, guess what qualcomm are of... using for their um, chips are they using are they using, using arm? arm yeah absolutely yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> there's no one better well really. of course there's not yeah yeah no um so i think that gives nvidia quite a a big advantage as well but i think nvidia they, you know if you look at the last 10 years they've they've done things right and they've been working on this i think since 2009 now they've been working on an in-vehicle um, ai system so they saw it very mm. early really mm. and they, they've realized that and they started working on it very quick a lot of the ai you know for anyone who's interested in ai will know that a lot of the ai um platforms use nvidia that's their preferred way of training models and, and everything else so trying to integrate other things such as intel and 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 qualcomm will be difficult mm. um at first um but you know we, we'll get there but nvidia are the big name in ai um at the minute especially with their gpus and, and cuda cores and all, all, all that we love the stuff. cuda cores oh yeah more CUDA cores than that. Absolutely. So I'm told. <laughs> it makes everything brilliant. <laughs> um, but what's that? What's the open AI um, software? I can't think it's called now. Mm, open AI, yeah. That's the one that Elon Musk's doing, isn't it? Uh, yeah. No. Oh, no. no I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of it because of the T. TensorFlow. TensorFlow. Yeah. But who, who runs TensorFlow? 
Google. Oh, it's Google. Okay, but it's an open mm. platform, isn't it? It's it's open, but it's optimized for Nvidia. Oh, is it? So for CUDA cores, yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it's well, it's easier to um, to train them on Nvidia graphics cards, I believe, than any other. Fair enough. Well, that's that's that, I suppose. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, so insofar as the platform itself, then we've got um, uh, here. What I, what I do have is an understanding for uh, well, of how the platform works and and how OEMs are going to be able to integrate that into their into their well particular uh, purpose. Mm. Mm. And I think what what was uh, interesting about Qualcomm and, and probably Nvidia have been exactly the same. But mm-hmm. they've created an entire ecosystem around this. So they've got an SDK, mm-hmm. they've got uh, mm-hmm. QNX on uh, on board for the operating system and virtualization. Right. Yeah, uh, they've got the frameworks then, which is um, part of the AutoSAR uh, adaptive framework as well, mm-hmm. uh, which makes it super easy for integrators to jump straight onto Qualcomm and say, right, okay, well, I already know QNX, I already know AutoSAR. I can understand the reference on the on, on the hardware, uh, so actually we can probably get going almost immediately um, because then they've got an entire perception and fusion stack they call it, which is where you put all of your sensors uh, and cameras, uh, uh, which sits on top of that, um, and then they've got a, a behavior prediction and planning stack as well. So, so all and, and this probably doesn't mean too much, but but what what this all feeds into is a much, much quicker route to market for OEMs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think what Qualcomm have done here is understood that this is not just a single board computer that's doing one thing. This is an entire environment of, of architecture that's doing lots of things. And they've tried to capture all of that and say, right, okay, well, we don't want you to leave this 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 little ecosystem, this environment that we've created. Mm-hmm. So you can do it all here. And this is how you can mm-hmm. do it. Uh, yeah. And that's 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 why I think the Snapdragon Rise, as as well as NVIDIA, because they'll have done the same, I'm sure. And you can probably mm-hmm. tell me the yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I think these guys are going to to dominate this industry for quite some time. Yeah. Did, Qual- did Qualcomm train the models as well? So will they train the because um, Nvidia do this thing where they'll so they'll literally provide you like a basic model yeah. of like a, a good self driving system, um, and then you can just tweak that as you yeah, like. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're doing yeah. that right now. Yeah, that's that's part of this this process of uh, delivering a marketable or market ready product. Is yeah, exactly mm. that. You know, you can you can almost approach them as an OEM and say, you know, this is the car, this is what we want. They'll provide you with ninety five percent of everything you need, uh, mm. and you then just pretty it up effectively. Um, so yeah. they're taking ownership of all of that, as as it appears, are Nvidia, um, which mm. which I don't I don't I don't think that's a bad thing for consumers. No. You know, I don't think that's a bad thing because if you've got, say, three or four, and again, I'm going to make a phone analogy here. But if we had mm-hmm. iOS and uh, we had Android and we had BOS and COS, and DOS and, you know, something else and something else and something else, then actually it makes our decision making much more difficult. It makes interoperability. And so if you've got, say, a iPhone uh, and you send an iMessage to someone and they've got a Samsung, what well, it goes through as a normal message 
Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, what I'll get then is a WhatsApp message back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, which which doesn't make any sense at all. I've mm. sent it on uh, in one form and I've received it in another form. Mm. Uh, and you imagine having that in ten different forms then because yeah. you've got ten different operating systems. Well, that's going to be a total nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think if you, if you could have, and, and uh, I no doubt this is what they're setting up for, if you could have two or three main providers of operating it's not really a system, but operating platform, mm-hmm. then the consumer wins. Yep. Because we get to reduce the cost because they can spread their cost over a far broader mm-hmm. uh, market. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we all get to know and understand those platforms without having to constantly change between them. Mm-hmm. It almost uh, becomes a purchasing decision as well, doesn't it? Like, I'm just thinking definitely. about consumer behavior and how you yep. as a consumer will go to a showroom and you, or if showrooms even exist in that, I don't know, it might be virtual reality or whatever else comes along, but you will go to a showroom and you'll say, you know, and that will be a selling point. This has the mm-hmm. NVIDIA drive in it with yep. these features, you know, these customizable features, and you'll be happy about that. And I imagine there will be a budget range that you'll go for. So there'll be like, you know, like we've spoke about here, there's all different ranges of self-driving. Now, some of these will cost a fortune, but they'll come with all the bells and whistles and they will be in a Ferrari or a, well, maybe not a Ferrari because people will want to drive that, but um, <laughs> you'd hope so. You know, uh, you know, uh, uh, a Bentley or a Mercedes or something mm. like that. You know, that you, mm. it's all more for comfort than than anything else. And, and you'll you'll care about that because you'll care about how it drives. You'll care about how it switches. You know, and well, maybe not switches gear because it won't have a gear, but you know how it drives and how it accelerates and everything else will matter to you. Yeah. and that will be a, a buying decision for sure. And you you may even have brand loyalty. Too. well you definitely will have brand loyalty because it's kept you safe before you know you know it especially as british people we, we are definitely like that we, oh, we know not, it. Not, not only that every gamer in this country knows who it who's is. running a yeah exactly that mm-hmm. a, the geforce graphics card mm-hmm. is gonna go i want that one mm-hmm. i want yeah. that one because i use that and yeah. it's great yeah and i might be able to take it out and put it in my computer <laughs> yeah exactly that yeah <laughs> where's the slot come on it must be pci express <laughs> how many fans has it got on? yeah yeah, yeah. is also, it water cooled that's an interesting point because the car will become the living room or they are trying to do that mm-hmm. well who better to make a games console or a gaming computer inside your car a gaming NVIDIA. car. <laughs> then NVIDIA, a gaming car. Oh, wow. Holy moly. <laughs> We're going to see gaming cars. That's exactly what it is. And, and what you'll get, instead of kids lining up in McDonald's to <laughs> cause uh, you know, terror to, to grannies and granddads around the world, you're going to get car parks full in McDonald's using their Wi-Fi, <laughs> yeah. all playing FIFA or Call of Duty uh, on their 5,000 cuticles. Uh, I'm telling you, that is going to happen. <laughs> Although, if nothing else, it's going to at least improve things yeah. in our local neighbourhoods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been cursing the McDonald's <laughs> local to us that they're just building. But actually, I'll probably be saying, come on, build another McAdee's because it's keeping all of these kids quiet. <laughs> or like gaming car parks. I don't know. They just make yeah, car absolutely. parks for gaming. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like a, a fiber, fiber line coming in so that there's a huge amount of uh, bandwidth. Yeah. So that everyone can just sit down in their car, chill out, relax, put their massage seats on or whatever it might be. Yeah. And smash out uh, you know, three or four hours of gaming. <laughs> I'm telling uh, you, that's going to happen. I hope so. 
Me too, actually. I think that would be pretty hilarious. cool. Isn't it? <laughs> and I think I think we should be creating uh, the the first gaming car park, like yeah. now. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Interesting. Old piece of land, guys. If you're listening, I want a piece of land. If there's if you've got anything knocking around that you hate, <laughs> <laughs> and you want to give it to me for basically free because I've you know, spent all my money during COVID. <laughs> Uh, then please give us a call uh, or send us a message back. <laughs> Let us know. An old car park that no one cares about. Who wants it? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, so so uh, more platforms to come. But mm-hmm. uh, and actually, just just as a an aside from this, there are a number of other platforms that have been generated. Volkswagen created their platform. Yeah. Uh, Porsche are the same, but it would be a very similar platform mm-hmm. uh, to that. Uh, and this is not to say that, that these platforms here are going to be the same as those platforms there. No. Uh, and just to, to create a bit of a, um, a separation to those two things, the MEB platform, for instance, from Volkswagen is more of a physical platform. It's a mm-hmm. hardware platform, mm-hmm. whereas the, the platforms here that we're talking about are more of a software-driven platform with hardware just to suit that. It's exactly that um, separation that we were talking about. You know, Volkswagen, no engineering they yep. are well they are better than nvidia at manufacturing cars obviously 100%, um, yeah. but they're not better than in- nvidia at programming ai and creating ai devices and creating that hardware so exactly. we'll create the platform for the battery for the motor for you know for all the engineering aspects and you guys create the autonomous driving because we haven't got a clue um and i see i see that that's how it's going i'm not aware of the volkswagen autonomous driving development at the moment that they are. Uh, I, I believe they are doing it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite sure of it. Uh, I believe so. I right. believe so. Yeah. I think Volkswagen are trying to stretch themselves quite far here. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's, uh, it, it is interesting, and it's interesting not necessarily for for good reasons, you know. Mm. Um, because, well, actually, I don't know whether you're aware or not, but Hyundai have now declared themselves as a tech company. Interesting yeah isn't it so mm. they're, they're saying look we're not an engineering company we're, we are a tech company primarily right and our interest lies in tech um mm-hmm. we we do produce some cars and things you know and, and, and lots of hardware and, and we you know we regard it as being good mm-hmm. but ultimately we are a technology company um interesting yeah isn't it? it's really interesting because i i think these big boys have got a choice to make mm-hmm. you know stay where you are as an engineering company and become second fiddle to the technology companies yep. or adapt and evolve um, or, you know, create some parity between the two by, mm-hmm. by collaborating. I think that's a great move by Hyundai, to be honest. Me too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's Seems absolutely right essential. It, mm. it totally is. And, and they could springboard so many other companies by doing that. Early. Yeah. That's interesting uh, actually with the whole Apple rumors as well. Mm, mm. Well, it kind of it kind of um, dismisses that rumor a little bit, in my view. Yeah, because they're sort of not seeing themselves as a engineering company. Like, we're not just going to make your hardware for you. you know I mean? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Totally. I mean, it's uh, it, and it could be why they retracted the statement pretty quickly as well. Mm. You know, like i.e., those decisions were being made at that time. Mm-hmm. One of the representatives for the company were like, "Yeah, we're talking to Apple." And yeah. at the very same time, the executives then said, no, no, absolutely not. You know, we, mm. are, we are talking at the minute about becoming a tech company, not yeah. an engineering company. You need to retract that statement immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I, should, I should imagine that there was some very angry faces yeah. in, that, in that board. <clears throat> for, board anyone that's, for anyone that's bothered, 
the Volkswagen. So Volkswagen teamed up with Ford uh, and invest, and Volkswagen invested two point six billion in Argo AI, and they're an autonomous vehicle startup that was backed by Ford before. So they've essentially invested in a self-driving startup, brought it in-house, and yeah, are trying to create their own AI. Ah, interesting. Driving. Hmm. And so, so uh, uh, do they have anything? Not at the minute. That was July fifteenth, twenty twenty, though. So there may be something. So it's relative, relatively new to the market. Well, that's that's something we ought to look at. Yeah. As we go forward, uh, I don't know if yeah. you've seen the film Argo. I haven't. No. Okay, well, uh, just watch the end of it and tell me what Argo means <laughs> uh, because it's hilarious and I think it's funny that they've, uh, that they've chosen Argo. And anyone else listening, uh, if you've made it this far through this thing, <laughs> and I hope you have uh, because it's worth it just for this, please comment on exactly what Argo means if you know. <laughs> Uh, because it's hilarious and I think it's brilliant that Ford and Volkswagen have chosen Argo <laughs> as a name uh, because you're going to die in fits of hysterics when, <laughs> when, when you realise. Please, if, you, if you've gotten this far, give, give us a comment uh, and a subscription if you can, but a comment in particular about what Argo means uh, from the film Argo. Right, well, I'll let you go and Google that because you won't watch the film, I know it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, <laughs> that'll do for now, I think. Guys, yeah. I hope everyone's enjoyed listening. Uh, if you've got any suggestions, want us to uh, cover a particular topic or, or want to be on the show, come and uh, get in touch with us. Okay. Yeah. Thanks very much. Thank you very much, Christian. Cheers now. Cheers. Bye. Bye.